I find that so many guys I work with, they they just jump right into sex and there's all this pressure because they go from like literally no flirting at all to like, oh my God, we're having sex. We haven't had sex in two weeks. I had no idea this was coming. And then like there's this automatic pressure because of the lack of romantic or sexual connection they have with their partner. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Today I feel like shit. My boyfriend got me sick and it's one of those sicknesses where you just feel horrible and then you start feeling better towards the end of the day and you're like, oh, maybe I'm fine. And then you wake up feeling like shit again and you're like, I'm getting worse. (laughs) And you're just not sure if you're getting better or worse at any moment. So anyways, I really wanted to do this episode today on sexual performance anxiety I had you guys submit questions over Instagram and I'm going to take what I find to be the most effective questions that will bring the audience most value and um, and then I'm going to give you one response per question because I do feel like you could always go on and on with a bunch of responses. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to keep it nice and effective. So first of all, what I want to say is that Almost all of us have experienced sexual performance anxiety at some point in time. And I would say mostly men because men feel that they have to perform during sex. It's more about them taking the action and then seeing what the woman's response is to them. So there's this automatic pressure where men think it's more about them than the experience of two people. Um, man and woman in this case, I'm talking about heterosexual relationships. And um, and because of this, because you view sex as a way of you having a good performance, you giving her the best orgasm, you staying hard the whole time, you having a big dick and ejaculating a huge load, like there's like all these expectations that you feel you need to meet. And if you don't, you're not really a man. And that's a very powerful meaning that you give to a sexual experience. Like if I don't have all these things or do all these things perfectly, I'm not man enough. And that's bringing that into your identity, which is really powerful um, in terms of how sex can influence your day-to-day life, right? And your relationships and therefore your communication and the way you express your emotions. So it really taps into a lot of things here when you're tying it to your identity. And that's why it could could be so detrimental when something goes wrong. You just want to shut down and hide versus understand the problem. And, um, And even facing the problem makes you feel less man, less manly, less of a man. So you... A lot of guys tend to steer away from even addressing the problem. They just avoid it. 
and they they hide in multiple ways and it makes the anxiety much, much worse. And that leads to dick-related issues such as delayed ejaculation and um, premature ejaculation. And some guys never get to an orgasm at all because of the extent of their anxiety. So there's a lot that goes on here. Erectile dysfunction as well, I will add, is a very common one. So with this happening, most of it ties to the way you're viewing sex and taking on this huge responsibility of this is all about me and the way that I do it. And that's what makes sex good or bad. That's what's going to make her find me attractive or not. And that's simply not the case. But I know that society is telling you that, but you can't play a victim and continue what society is telling you. You have to reinforce to yourself the belief that, okay, sex is actually about both of us. Sex is something we do together. Sex is something we have to communicate about um, in order to understand what brings each other pleasure. Sex is something I have to understand that, you know, I won't always get to an orgasm. I won't always be hard the whole time. I won't always get her to orgasm because sometimes she just chooses not to. And there's literally nothing you could do about it when that happens. Um, So to have these understandings of our sex life is not always going to be perfect and you are not always going to do things perfectly. And in fact, what makes sex in my opinion, perfect, is are the ebbs and flows of it. You know, the fact that um, the fact that me personally, that I don't have a crazy orgasm every single time, it makes the times when I do have a crazy orgasm special and unique and super hot. We wouldn't have super hot sex if every sex encounter was super hot. You know, like we can't, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the moments that are like, oh my God, remember that time when we did this? Oh, that was so fucking hot. Like we wouldn't be able to share that joy with our partner if every time was the same and every time was just as mind-blowing. Like sometimes it takes different forms of sex to understand your body, to understand your connection with someone, to understand where your state of mind is that allows you to have um, more fun sex or allows you to have more pleasurable sex or allows you to have more kinkier sex. You know, so to look at sex as a way of exploring yourself and exploring your relationship with another person and to look at it as what type of experience are we going to have today versus I have to get to the orgasm. You know, like when you do that and you obsess over the orgasm, which is where most of this anxiety is coming from, you are not present. You're not present with her. You're not paying attention to your body. You're not paying attention to your own pleasure or really hers because you're so hung up on like, I need to perform the best. I need to like do this. I need to, I need to, I need to. Otherwise, I'm not a man. I need to. And it's just, ah, that's that's not allowing you to relax. And therefore, you can't stay aroused if if you're not relaxed. And you can't have fun if you're not relaxed. And if you're not feeling relaxed and having fun and feeling pleasure, then your partner's not either because that translates to your partner, regardless of whether you want it to and you're being obvious about it or not. So that's just a little wake-up call about performance anxiety and where it's coming from. And you have to get in control over your mind when it comes to sex. What are you telling yourself? What expectations are you keeping on your, holding on yourself? Are you just going along with what society has been telling you and just saying, all right, I guess this is what I need to do? Are you saying, you know what? I don't need to fucking do that. 
Because I realize that like my best sex experiences are when I'm not putting that pressure on myself. And some of the best experiences are actually when I didn't come super hard. And I wasn't, I wasn't, my dick wasn't totally hard, you know, the entire time. And I know I personally have moments where I had a really, really sexy experience with a partner and there was no ejaculation even from him. Like, and there was, because there was no penetration. Like, one of my favorite sex experiences was zero penetration. And it was just bringing pleasure in a different way. So we really limit ourselves when we make everything about ejaculating and an orgasm. You know, and you you can't, you can't do that. You're not going to find sex as being a pleasurable act if you continue to do that. So I encourage you all to pay attention to what are you telling your mind? What are you telling yourself um, in your head when it comes to sex? Like, what are you actually telling yourself in those moments? And how can you reframe what you're saying so that you can put yourself in a relaxed state or an enjoyable state? How can you switch the voices in your head? I actually said to my client yesterday, I was like, I was like, think of like, Think of all the ways you're thinking about sex right now and the pressure you're putting on yourself. And I gave him the example of I need to stay hard and I need to make I need to be able to orgasm before and hurry up. I have to come. I have to do this. Hurry up. And he was just like reeling like those are what he's saying. That's what he's saying in his head. Right. And I said, what if your wife let's like put those words in your wife's Let's imagine her saying that to you. Like, how abusive would that sound? (laughs) Like, I didn't use the word abusive, but I pretty much said, like, how pressure-inducing would that sound? Like, if it was coming from her, if what you're saying to yourself was coming from your partner, oh my God, you'd probably freak out and be like, I'd never want to have sex with them again. Like, that's not pleasurable. That's not fun. That's not sexy. But here you are saying it to yourself. So... Pay attention to the words you're saying to yourself during a sex experience and allow it to help you understand why you're feeling held back in your performance when it comes to your dick functioning the way you want it to. All right, just an interesting viewpoint. So anyway, I'm going to hop into these questions. Like I said, I'm not going to touch on all of them. I'm going to do the ones that would be most valuable in my opinion. Um, So the first question is, how do I make her orgasm but not focus on performance? So to make her orgasm but not be obsessed over your performance is a a good way to do that is to get clear on what she enjoys pleasure-wise and not assuming that you know how you're going to get her to orgasm or try to show off by just knowing. A lot of guys do that. They try to just prove like there's a lot of men just trying to prove themselves during sex instead of trying to enjoy themselves so I would get really comfortable asking your partner what feels good when you do certain things asking her oh do you like that you want me to go faster you want me to go slower how does that feel I'm gonna do this to you okay um you know regardless of how you like to talk or how you like to explore new things um just having some verbal communication around whether or not she's enjoying what you're doing and maybe asking her if she wants to switch it up or even saying like like babe tell me how you want me to do it 
and leaving it up to her to tell you. You know, there's a lot of ways to communicate and get clearer around what's going to bring her the most pleasure because she's going to know a lot better than you. Sorry, but she is. She always knows better than you. And you you shouldn't know better than her. <laughs> it's her body. So what allows you to take the pressure off of yourself is to get clearer on what what brings her pleasure and what certainly brings her pleasure. And the only way to know for certain is to hear from her mouth, hey, like, I would love if you could do this. And then trying to do that, you know? So I would say communication around her pleasure and not being afraid or feeling intimidated to ask her what feels best. All right, so next question. What are some reasons for going rock hard to kind of soft halfway? through playtime. So first of all, I want to say that it's normal for you to occasionally lose your erection during sex, okay? There's nothing weird about getting a little soft in the heat of the moment. Your dick doesn't have to stay rock hard the entire time. And when you do have those moments of going a little soft, you can have a plan of action like, I'm going to go down on her. I'm going to make out with her. I'm going to flip her over and give her a massage. I'm going to dirty talk and role play with her. I'm going to take one of her favorite toys and whip her a little bit. You know, I know she likes that. I'm going to tie her down. This would be a good time to tie her down and like tickle her. Do this to her. Like use the pinwheel on her. You know, there's so many, so many things that you can do. And sometimes it's just a matter of like, hey, babe, I need a second. And just laying next to her and talking. Some couples are at that point where it's like that would be totally natural to just do that and give yourself a moment. Um, So anyway, some of the reasons for going rock hard to kind of soft halfway are you're either not in the moment, you are human. Like I said, it's normal for that to occasionally happen. Um, You are not staying aroused. So for whatever reason, you're not... Um, A lot of guys don't really understand what brings them pleasure. And because they don't understand their own pleasure or arousal, or because they don't understand their own pleasure and they can't communicate or express their desires and what they want and what they would like their partner to do to them, they lose their arousal and they become less and less aroused and they lose their heart on because they're not communicating what's pleasurable for them. So I would say those are the main reasons. Um, next question, how to overcome the size-based anxiety? All right, so this is a really, really common one, right? And what I tell guys is you have to find reasons for appreciating your dick the way that it is because it's most likely not going to change and not only appreciating your dick for what it does and what it's capable of doing and how it functions um, but also, also appreciating other parts of your body that make you feel sexy and make you feel um, really good in bed, you know, make you feel confident in bed. And to focus on the confident, the confident parts of you body-wise is really going to help your body image overall, especially when it comes to your dick size. So I would say when a guy has size-based anxiety – He's lost sight of the parts of his body he actually appreciates and likes. 
And he hardly ever pays attention to those parts of himself because there's so there's such an obsession over what's not in his favor. And we never feel good when we obsess over a part of ourselves we're not we don't feel great about. You know, why would that make us feel good? It wouldn't. And then with that size-based anxiety comes more anxiety of performance and being a great lover and this and being a man and this and that. So you really have to accept yourself for who you are and and there are some guys who maybe don't have some of you listening don't have the size you want but you've never had a function problem right like you've always came when you wanted to you really have a really good understanding of your arousal um you know how to get yourself off like as quick as you can or go as long as you can um you've even had women compliment you on on your sex or on your oral skills and it's like some of you just have no reason to be anxious about your size like you've never gotten any feedback that really shows you should be anxious other than society standards right so I would just take a moment and and appreciate the parts of your the parts about your dick that that work well for you and also choose three parts of your body I said this in the last podcast, but like three parts of your body that feel that you're proud of, that you feel sexy about, um, that make you feel sexy as a man and focus your energy on that. All right. So that would be my my immediate response to that. Next question. How to not get in your head so much, so damn much with someone new. All right, so what I find guys do when it comes to being with someone new sexually is they put her on a pedestal. And what I mean by that is it's like, oh my God, she's super hot. Like she's still so mysterious, right? Like you don't know what she's thinking of you. And it's it's very easy to get in your head about someone you haven't built any trust with yet because it's like, what is she thinking? And I have to make a good first impression and... I have to perform my best, right? And that performance aspect gets really, really becomes an obsession in that early, in those early stages, especially. So when you're at this stage, um, in this position, I would say that you need to remember that she's with you too. She's with you for a reason right now, right? Like you've done something to attract her. It's not like she's the only attractive one in the room that you're trying to impress. Like she's probably feeling some of the same way, if not the same exact way of like, oh my God, how do I impress him? Um, How do I, you know, what if he doesn't think I'm as fit or like in shape or like my, what if he thought my tits were bigger than they are? You know, like she may be in her head about things too. And you're both there because you find each other attractive and you have to believe that like you're there for a reason you're you're having an intimate moment because you find each other attractive that's most likely the case so you have to remember that she's there because she found you sexy in some way and you have to pay attention to what makes you feel sexy so that you can keep that that energy going in that connection and make the sex a pleasurable experience Right. So I would say when it comes to getting in your head, it's replacing the thoughts of what is she thinking about me to. All right. She thinks I'm attractive. Like She thinks I'm hot. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're having sex. Like, this is fucking awesome. You know, like changing from the anxiety to the excitement of it. 
All right, next question. All right, the next question was, do women have performance anxiety? What does it look like? So I would say that women probably don't have as much, and I don't know because I don't work with women in the sex realm, but um, but I don't know. I, I really don't believe we have it. We have sexual performance anxiety as much as men do, but there are a lot of body image, body pressures among women as, you know, we have to have a really hot body. And um, yeah, I would say that's really what can get in the way of, it's probably what gets in the way most as well as women feeling insecure about their vaginal smell. Um, I know that's a big sexual insecurity among women. So that can definitely be come into play with performance anxiety of women. I talk to a lot of guys who tell me women won't let them go down on her. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something. But in terms of performance, I, yeah, I don't think other than looking hot and smelling good, tasting good, I, I don't think that, and there's probably an obvious one I'm missing too. It's, it's so funny because I, <laughs> I'm a woman obviously, but I just, I work with so many guys. So it's like sometimes hard to think from a woman's point of view <laughs> in these situations. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's as much as guys. I, I think that guys, you know, going back to society standards, it's like, Guys do take most of the action. It's like the guy putting his dick in us. Um, but I, I do think women have to s- take more of the responsibility as sex being like a team effort when it comes to heterosexual relationships and and really getting like taking more charge of how we want to experience pleasure and like being being a little more dominant about it. And I, I don't think that has to mean that we're sexually dominant Um, but to be dominant in the way we express our, our wants is, is important, you know, and that's how more women will have orgasms and stop complaining that they're not, or that men suck in bed. Like we have to actually communicate a little better and also take a little more action in my opinion as women. All right, next question. Um, a couple times I have psyched myself up so much to last long, to last a long time that I can't come. Is this normal? So if I have so much to last a long time that I can't come. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're doing something to, if I'm understanding the question correctly, if you're doing something to prolong your orgasm and, you know, you, then you have a hard time, it's kind of like, you're still kind of putting a pressure on yourself. Um, when you psych yourself up, I don't know, that kind of tells me that it's more pressure inducing versus taking breaks. You know, like the way I would see a guy who's relaxed and in control wanting to last longer is he takes little breaks here and there from penetration and he changes things up and he, you know, throws throw some other things in the loop of the experience like toys and massages and kissing and like dirty talk like he'll he'll do things to kind of break up the experience versus tell something tell him something tell himself something in his head that's like don't come yet don't come yet blah, blah, blah. you know <laughs> that's that's what creates like this order pressure of kind of being hard on yourself and um in that sense when there's this intense pressure i don't think you're 
you're you're not likely to relax and then like I like I said if you can't relax you can't stay in that arousal phase so yeah I would say that maybe it's it's just about breaking it up more instead of putting pressure on yourself mentally and you know psyching yourself up so much that to me sounds like some internal verbal pressure all right next question I'm so in my head about not lasting long enough I don't know how to get out of that thinking so first of all you should check out my PE course which by the way is now has now publicly launched so if you guys are interested in wanting to overcome your premature ejaculation and have support from me once a month then you want to hop in that course it is self-paced and meaning you you do it on your own time and you will be given the exercises that will fit your cause of PE um to the best of my ability to put that in a course. So pretty much I've, I stress all the different causes and then I give you different styles of treatment and I tell you which treatments would be best suited for your cause. So if you want to get more clear about what exercises you should be doing so that you could be consistent, check out the PE course. I'll put the link in the description of the show. When it comes to you being in your head about not lasting long enough, I would say you need some experiences where you feel in control of your arousal and you feel in control of your body sexually. And this is why masturbation is such a a great tool for doing this. Um, Along with masturbation, just being prepared for if PE were to happen. So actually working on the problem, which is getting control over your arousal, and feeling prepared for if PE were, were to happen, how would you react? What would you do? How can you imagine it happening and you reacting calmly and confidently to it? How can you also practice masturbating and paying close attention to when your arousal is at a certain state, phase, and how you, how you calm yourself down and how you relax yourself? You know, so to work on the actual problem and to also be prepared for handling PE, I think are the most important things for you to start with because you want to, you, you want to have enough experiences where you feel in control. That's going to give you confidence and that's going to get you out of your head and also feeling prepared will rid you of the anxiety because even though you don't want to experience PE, for you to be prepared with facing PE is means so much it really does it's really going to help out with your confidence because it's like all right I know worst case I can handle it I know exactly what to do anxiety is fear of the unknown so if there is a known then the anxiety lessens automatically okay but definitely check out the PE course because there's a lot I have to say on that all right next question How does sexual performance anxiety relate to ED? So erectile dysfunction can come when you're in a panicked state and your body goes into fight or flight, right? So the blood leaves your dick, goes into your larger extremities so that you can get the fuck out of that situation. (laughs) And the anxiety, like I said, when the anxiety is so high, this can automatically happen. You just, you lose your erection. So in order to keep blood flow, you want to continue breathing deeply. Um, My one ED client saw great success simply by breathing 
long and deep um, during sex. And there's a way to make it sexy, guys. I mean, breathing can be super hot. You don't have to like make it awkward. Like it could fit right into the sexual experience <laughs> and also calm your body down and keep you in in that moment of arousal. You know, that's a good way to keep your body present and then to make your mind put put things in your mind in terms of asking yourself questions like what would feel best right now? You know, like to ask those questions versus what if she what if she thinks I suck? You know, those are two totally different questions that give your body a different response so yeah for the most part that's how ed plays a part um okay next question how do you get over the embarrassment slash insecurity of finishing before your partner all right so back to pe um it's really like i said a matter of working on the problem So PE, guys, is actually easily treatable. And the reason why so many guys struggle with it is because they don't talk to anyone about it. So first of all, they're they're not getting it out of their system. They're holding everything in mentally, which is causing more anxiety and actually making the problem worse. And when it comes to actually treating it, they're trying a ton of different treatments all at once. They're not being consistent with any of them. And therefore, they don't see long-term results. So you need to actually be consistent with the treatment that works best for you. And you need to seek out help and actually talk about it so that you can get get the embarrassment and the shame out of your body so you can actually work through the problem. Because if there's a ton of shame and embarrassment around this condition, guys, then you're never going to seek treatment. I mean, it's going to be harder to seek treatment the more embarrassment and insecurity you face. All right? So it's important to get help here. But I would say in terms of getting over the embarrassment or the insecurity is to do your best to make light about it with your partner, like saying like, oh man, like I was just so turned on by you and it was really hard to keep that in, you know, and kind of just like whether it's a joke or whether you talk to your partner afterwards, like if it's a reoccurring condition with the same partner, saying something like, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to work on this, but I just want to make sure that you're feeling pleasure and that this isn't an issue for you cuz a lot of women don't have an issue with it. There are some that do, um but a lot don't. So, you need to have an idea of what thoughts are going on in your partner's head and that will definitely help you with the embarrassment or insecurity cuz there may not even be a reason for it. Um but I know that there are a lot of guys who work with me to rid themselves of their PE and they're like, my wife doesn't care, but I do. And I respect that. I respect the fact that it's like, hey, if it bothers you, then you should get treatment for it. You know, just because it doesn't bother her doesn't mean it's not a problem. If it bothers you, then that means it's a problem. So um, next question, what do what to do when I know it's getting soft, either inside her or not, and she can feel it going downhill fast. All right, so back to ED. <laughs> P, ED, P. Um, what to do when I know it's getting soft? I mean, pretty much what I said earlier, which is take a break and just see it as that. Like, act like it's no big deal because it's really not. Like, when you make a big deal about it, then she's going to feed off your nervous energy. If you're like, oh, fuck, I'm like, oh, sorry. And you're like, 
apologizing and this and that. That's what makes it awkward. That's what makes it like, oh, this is weird now, you know, like versus versus just being like, oh, okay, let's just like just make out with me for a few seconds, you know, and just like you could literally just say that and transition with what you're doing and have her you know, do something, you know, like just switch it up so that penetration is not the focus at that moment and act cool about it. Like it's fine. Act like it's no big deal. And when you act like it's no big deal, your body is that much more likely to get back up and going and do what you want it to do because you're, there's no pressure and you're not building the anxiety. You're actually breaking it down and just like, okay, it happens. It's okay. Um, let's see, you know, what can we do to get it back? All right, next question. Um, how to avoid sexual performance anxiety and how to practice to make perfect. I mean, there isn't any perfect, right? I think there's all, we're all going to have moments of like a little anxiety during sex, whether it's about performance or something else. But I would say that... Um, to have healthy masturbation tendencies so that you're in, um, you're actively learning about your body and your arousal phases and you're familiar with them. I would also say to keep a healthy level of sex confidence in yourself, whether that being paying attention to body parts that make you feel sexy, um, spending time to flirt with your partner and work on your flirting and actually using that skill because it does make us feel sexy when we are flirting and we're playful sexually, right? That gives us a sexy feeling. It makes us feel confident to a certain extent. And it's important. You know, you can't go from zero to 100, especially when you've been in a relationship. There has to be a certain level of flirting and foreplay. And that has to happen before the penetration, I find that so many guys I work with, they they just jump right into sex and there's all this pressure because they go from like literally no flirting at all to like, oh my God, we're having sex. We haven't had sex in two weeks. I had no idea this was coming. And then like there's this automatic pressure because of the lack of romantic or sexual connection they have with their partner when if you kept that connection going and you kept the communication open you would have so much more trust and comfort having talks about sex and initiating sex and being honest about how you're feeling when maybe it's not the best night for sex or your erection's not where you want it to be that night. You know, like, then you feel okay saying these things because you are constantly keeping that that sexual connection with this person. So I would say that would be... Um, a good way to to make it as perfect as possible is to enhance your sex confidence and to enhance your sexual connection with your partner is to keep flirting and attraction playfulness in keep it active always all right let's see next question when i met a girl and things started getting hot heavy I really overthink how I might be disappointing. Why? Why? Because you're putting her on a pedestal and you're not recognizing what makes you attractive as a man. And you're kind of, you're giving her all the credit. Like you're not giving yourself any credit in terms of she wants to be 
you know, she wants to get hot and heavy with you. There's a reason why, you know, and you're overthinking because you're once again putting pressure on yourself and you're not realizing you're not pointing out like the parts of you that you could be proud of to to attract this woman sexually. You're not focusing on the fun that you guys are going to have together. You're not you're not paying attention to the excitement. It's just very heavy because it's about, oh, I have to make sure I do this. I have to do this. No, you have to have a fun experience with this hot chick and get hot and heavy with her. <laughs> that's, that's what you have to do. You have to have a fun, sexy connection. How can we have fun? How can we play? How can we make this a fun, sexy, enjoyable experience? How can this whole process be fun for us? Think of sex that way because there's way too much thinking about sex like how do I make her orgasm? And that's like the only thought in your head. And that makes for horrible sex, guys. It really does. When you're only focused on the orgasm and not the whole process, start to finish, like that sucks. Most women actually enjoy the foreplay in the beginning of sex more than they do the orgasm because it's all that buildup of of tension. It's like that's the hottest part. You know, and you discredit that. You don't give that, you know, you don't give that any attention when you're so obsessed with the orgasm and you you performing. It's about both of you guys having a hot, heavy, sexy time. It's about you both playing and having a fun experience throughout the entire process of sex. Because sex is about connecting with someone we want to be intimate with. It's not about orgasm. And when you know that and when you pay attention to connecting over orgasm, you will have more orgasms in turn. All right. Mm. Wait, I'm trying to find the good next question. (laughs) Someone asked, how bad should I expect my first time to be? pretty bad (laughs) no um yeah it will be (laughs) it will be bad and I will be sure I'm laughing because like the first time is such a I don't know hope I mean for me it was a good memory I know there's a lot of people who don't have good memories the first time but but yeah it's it wasn't the guy's first time in my my first time I didn't have sex with a virgin when I was a virgin but Oh, another question said, I'm still a virgin. She is not. Any advice? Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, first of all, to, <laughs> to the first guy, it's not, it's not going to be bad. You're, you just won't last very long. And, um, and you'll be a little clueless and she might be clueless. <laughs> um, it's just like, uh, it's just so, I'm laughing at myself the night I lost my virginity. It's such like a sweet moment for me. But um, but yeah, I think it's it's you're opening the door to uh, such a cool part of life and so many good experiences to come. And it typically only gets better and better as you have sex. And I remember people telling me like, oh, like in your sex gets better as you age. And I was like, when I'm old, when I'm 30 and old, it's going to be better. Like, fuck no. And I was like, this, like young my early 20s I remember thinking that like that's such bullshit and now I do realize how much better it is and it's like it's so funny that I used to think it couldn't get better you know um but it does it gets better and better 
and it gets better and better because you become more mature and you communicate more and more um, typically some people don't <laughs> um, okay and then for for the for the guy who's still a virgin and she's not <clears throat> I mean you may not be telling her I feel like most guys don't tell um, when they're a virgin they don't tell the girl but I don't know if I was a guy honestly if I was a guy I don't know if I would tell um but I think I would do my best to be be easy on myself and just focus on pleasuring her before yourself because you're most likely going to come pretty fast um and if you can be communicative with her and ask her what she wants and what feels best for her and go from there you already have bonus points because she'll be like oh wow like he's really impressed with what I want and he wants to make sure I'm pleasured like that in itself is impressive so I would say to go to go in that way and yeah just go easy on yourself make it about being having fun and starting this new this new experience that you're going to have more and more enjoyment with over time All right, next question. I love my girlfriend. Sometimes when I'm banging her hardcore, I lose my erection versus slow love. What gives? Um, <clears throat> I mean, it may be because, <clears throat> oh my God, sorry. It may be, may be because of how you masturbate. If you masturbate slow, um, then your dick is used to that type of stimulation and that speed. So going too hardcore may just throw you off and your body's not familiar with it. I would I would say if you were to practice um, masturbating a little harder, occasionally, not every single time, but occasionally, just to get your body familiar with that and familiar with tying your arousal to that physical play, that might help you out. But I find that that's mostly the case. How the guy masturbates um, translates to how he has the best, the best feeling sex with his partner. So that would be my immediate answer. Um, someone said, no question currently. Just thank you for what you do and for the help. Oh, you're welcome. You're very, very welcome. Um, sometimes I have... Sometimes I have a hard time getting aroused when she initiates. All right. So this is, I actually have like three, um, three guys who have come to me with this challenge in the last day or so. Sometimes I have a hard time getting aroused when she initiates. And I mean, it's, it makes sense, you know, if you are just not aroused and you're just caught off guard and you have a hard time like getting in the moment pretty quickly, then I would say that you guys need more foreplay. So to the guys who feel like they have a hard time getting aroused, you should do something even for five minutes that warms your body up to a sexually aroused state. And it might even be you masturbating with her, you know, or to her. And maybe that's the easiest way to get yourself going because you're most familiar with your body. But I would say um, to add in more foreplay, because I think for either either of us, it's not, it's not always easy to have a quickie out of nowhere 
um, where there wasn't a lot of foreplay leading up, like foreplay throughout the day, flirtation-wise and whatnot, um, it could be hard for both people to be on the same arousal page if it's just sudden. You know, someone's going to initiate and then the other person may not be so ready if there wasn't enough foreplay. So don't feel like as a guy you shouldn't need foreplay. You should, and it makes sense. So um, so I would say have a have a way, get familiar with like, all right, what is the best way for me to um, for me to get aroused as quickly as possible? And and play around with it during like masturbation sessions. Like, what do you think of that gets you off quick the quickest? You know, and bring that thought into these moments when she's initiating and you're a little caught off guard. It might help you out. <clears throat> All right, let's see if we want to do any more. Um, okay. Wife and I are trying for a baby, so I'm feeling more pressure. Any advice? All right, so this is another common one. Um, and I encourage you guys in this situation to talk with your wife and make sure that she knows what brings on pressure for you. Because I've heard from clients that when they were trying to have a baby, um, their wife would be like, I'm on the way home and I'm ovulating and we have to have it at this time. And that would throw the guy off. And um, and sometimes women don't realize how much pressure that puts on you. So if you were to tell her like after this, let's say like you had sex, let's say a woman, your woman said that to you, then you had sex. And then afterwards, when you're, when you're laying there for a moment, you say something like, babe, I love you. I'm so excited to have a baby. Um, but I just, I think it would be better if you said, um, this to me when you were ready to have sex instead of saying, you know, hurry up, we have to have it at this time, like be ready. So you, as the man, get familiar with what you would like her to say that would not bring on this pressure at the time when you're, you're trying to have a baby at specific times. And have her be on the same page with understanding what creates pressure and what will be most, what would be easiest and most relaxed for the two of you to have sex so that you feel, you feel like in the moment and you feel... Um, like you can reach arousal and you can function the way you want to function. All right. So just to have her on on your on your side, because she is on your side. You're a team. You're creating a baby together. Right. So you should share these thoughts with each other. And the more you talk to her about this um, and she understands, then there you will take the pressure off. And making a baby will actually be enjoyable versus pressure inducing. Right. So communication. Right. Last question. When with a girl, I have a hard time finishing unless I do it myself. Why can't I come from sex or blowjob? So I would say that you need to, if you're in this situation, you need to be more expressive of around what makes you feel good and being able to let that, let that girl know what she can do to help you get there. I think a lot of guys like don't want to put out there the exact way that they know they can get off because they they either feel needy or they feel like it's, you know, embarrassing to share too many details, but 
sometimes, you know, it's it's important. You know, it's okay to be like, oh, go a lot slower. Like, do that, but go a lot slower. Oh, yeah, that feels amazing. That was that was great. You know, and giving feedback. Like, you're not afraid to tell her how to do it and also to give her feedback along the way and point out what she's doing well. And I think when we can do this both for each other, it makes it easier to provide pleasure because we're more relaxed. We know that the other person is going to tell us what really makes them feel good. And um, when we can be open that way, it's truly helpful. I think also when it comes to masturbating, if you can visualize um, what a woman can do to you to bring you the most pleasure and really make that visual like the real woman in your life, like a realistic scenario, it gets the mind more familiar with associating a woman doing something to you to bring you to arousal versus watching a porn of someone you you don't know at all who's going really hardcore with whatever they're doing it's not as realistic you know so use mindful masturbation as a tool to also help you here and I think that will get you a long way but um that is it for the questions guys I hope you enjoyed this episode and the answers I've provided I hope they're helpful for you and brought you value And as I said, my PE course has now launched publicly, so you can check it out. The link for it is in the description of this episode. And I look forward to you guys trying it out and seeing success with your PE and overcoming it so that it's no longer an issue for you and it's not causing sexual performance anxiety. And I, yeah, I really just want to help. And I know this course will be helpful to many of you. So... That is it. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.